0: You must start seeing yourself as someone who makes as much money as she wants, who manages her money extraordinarily well, who is a master, not a slave of money. In this episode of the Unstoppable Woman podcast, I want to talk about what's really controlling your cash flow. So cash flow. So important, right? If you're in business for yourself, if you're considering starting a business, if you're someone who uses money in this world, everyone is concerned, is aware of the need for regular cash flow, for the the money to be flowing, not just in, but how you control the inflow and the outflow. When you have control of your cash flow. When you are a master of money, not a slave to it, you create your own freedom. Because otherwise, you're trapped. In our society, money is the means that the ex- how we exchange value. It's the mechanism for exchanging value. One person is great at growing food that's a value in order to exchange it we could trade you know our services for the food but our societies become much more complicated now and we need a means for exchanging value that's not just based on trading services so we came up with this beautiful thing called money and it's been in existence for many hundreds and hundreds of years and we use it to exchange value it's not meant to exchange love it's not meant to exchange attention it can be used in a manipulative fashion for both of those things but that's not what we're looking at here we are looking at the healthy functional ways that money works in our world in our society and If you understand that money is used to exchange value, is used to buy the things that you consider valuable and to sell the things that you consider valuable, and if you're working in a corporation, you're selling your intelligence, you're selling your hard work, you're selling your diligence, you're selling your capacity, you're selling your ability to get the job done. If you're in business for yourself, you're selling a product or a service that helps someone else have more life. That's the same in a corporation as well. You're helping the company have more life, create more. And the people who run the company will value that. It helps them have more life as well. Everyone wants to have more life, to expand to be, to do, to have more, to experience more, to have greater experiences in life. We're here for growth. We're here for for more. And if you can help other people have more life, that is a value. You are creating a value in their life and they will pay you for that if they truly value it, if it's important enough to them. Now, some people have money stories that keep them from saying yes to the very things that would help them add more value to their lives. And you have to wonder about that. If I know that purchasing this product or this service will help me create more in life, more money, more happiness, more sense of fulfillment, more impact more growth. Why would I not spend my money? Well, fundamentally, it comes down to not understanding cash flow, how cash flows, how money flows, not understanding and not being in control of their own cash flow. So they think it's going to run out. Ask me how I know. I have had many years of experience with you know, being freaked out about spending money because I didn't know how to create it. And I was limited in my intellectual understanding and my actual application of managing money, mastering money on both the inflow side, the input side, like how to create it, how to make sales, how to bring money into my life. And also on the outflow side, the output side, I didn't know how to make good buying decisions. I didn't know how to make quick decisions. I didn't know how to, how to feel uh, good about spending money, not feeling guilty or ashamed of spending it. I had so many money stories and I had this idea that it was going to run out. Fundamentally, that was A core belief that there was a limited amount of money for me in this world. Now, the truth is that we live in an easy and abundant universe. We live in a universe that's supporting us, not against us. It wants us to have everything that we desire. And yet, it's calling us forward into that through asking us to become more, asking us to move through our limitations. When we move through our limitations, life becomes much easier. So if you have money scarcity, you have money and limitations, and you must learn how to move through those. So some of that is the intellectual understanding that you're gaining through this podcast, through working with me, through becoming a client, all of that. And part of it is actually taking the action based on that intellectual understanding, because nothing changes until you take new action. When you take new action, you grow. When you grow, you become more. When you become more, the thing that you were trying to do before that was so challenging now is easy. Oh, look at that. We live in an easy universe. Now, how does this work for the abundant side of things? So, we live in an easy and abundant abundant universe. There is more money in circulation now than there has ever been before. There's more money this year than last year. There's more money this century than last century. There's more money in circulation now than there's ever been before. It's not an issue of the money running out. It's not an issue of there being not enough money. The issue is that you do not know how to control the flow of it in and out of your bank account, your life. You have a cash flow issue. It's not a money issue, it's a cash flow issue. So, how do we shift things? How do we change things? And this is so important because if you know how to create money, you will have more certainty, more confidence, more control over it, and that allows you to do more. See, so here's the sneaky thing. When I didn't have a lot of money. I didn't have a lot of certainty around how to create it. I didn't know how to do that. So I didn't have a lot of certainty around it. And that left me feeling like I didn't have a lot of control. And when you don't have a lot of control, you don't have a lot of confidence. And when you don't have confidence, that leads to a lack of faith. And guess what? Faith is the tool that allows you to bring something from an idea into this physical 3D world. So an idea is something that is real. It's just not in form. It's not in something that you can touch. So let's say you have a desire for more money. You want to make 50K this year. You want to make 50K this month. You want to make 100k this year, you want to make 100k this month. I'm using different examples depending on where you're at in your business. Use an example that works for you. Don't get freaked out if I'm using a big example and that's not where you're at. Use an example for where you're at. If I use something that's too small for you and you're ready to make 100k a month or 200k a month, have at it. Hold that idea in your mind until it becomes manifest. Now, how do we do that? We do that through faith. Faith is the tool. You must hold the expectation of what you want in your mind. And this has everything to do with the law of perpetual transmutation of energy, which says that energy is always moving through us as us. Everything in this universe is energy. It is life force. It is animated. It is moving, and it has a particular frequency. When when energy moves through us, your idea, your thought has a particular frequency. Hundred K has a particular frequency. Hundred million has a particular frequency. They're different, even though, even though both are related to money the frequency of that thought is different. When you hold that thought in your mind, the energy that is moving through you takes the form of that thought. You have a different feeling based on that different thought, and that feeling has a vibration, and that vibration allows you to see possibilities at that level at that level of vibration or frequency. And when you see the possibilities and act on them, you must act on them, nothing happens without action, then you create different results in your life. So let's go through that one more time because this can be a little bit new and wackadoodle for some of you. Energy is always moving through you. It is going to transmute, meaning change into the form you give it through the thoughts that you hold in your mind. So when you have a thought of 100K, that is impressed into the energy that is moving through you. And it moves through you into a feeling. That feeling has a vibration. That vibration allows you to see opportunities at that level. And then you act on those opportunities. This is how you magnetize new outcomes to you. It's not magic, right? You still have to act. But you wouldn't ordinarily see that opportunity if you weren't vibrating at that level. So if you want to control your cash flow, you must control your thinking. And you must hold in your mind's eye The idea of what you actually desire, not what you don't desire. So if you have up until now only made $30,000 a year, but you want to make 100K, you must hold that new image in your mind and consistently hold that image so that you can transmute it into action that calls that money in. It is a law, which means it's happening whether you are aware of it or not, like the law of gravity. It happens whether you know how it happens, whether you're aware of how it happens. It's still happening. Gravity is here. So is the law of perpetual transmutation of energy. It is happening all the time, and yet most people are unconscious of it happening, so they don't control their thinking. And they allow thoughts of worry, thoughts of doubt, thoughts of how is it ever going to happen to fill their mind. And guess what? That gets transmuted into your outcomes as well. It's always happening, always, whether it's for what you want or whether it's for what you don't want. It is always happening. So you must, you must control your thinking. Now, what controls your thinking? Let's take this back even one level further. Your cybernetic mechanism and your self-image control your thinking. What is your self-image? Your self-image is what you see yourself as being capable of being, doing, or having. It's who you are. It is your identity. And that self-image, generally speaking, was created when you were very young, as a child. And it has not been updated since. And yet now, you are a full-grown woman. And you are still being managed by an old self-image. Your old self-image says, this is what is allowed for you. And your cybernetic mechanism is the mechanism that keeps you living out your self-image. So let's explain how this works. So just like the thermostat in your home, when you set it to 70 degrees, if it starts getting up around 71, 72, 73, something clicks in and says, nope, you've gotten too hot. Let's bring us back to 70 degrees. And it starts shutting off the heat turning on the cool air. And then if it gets too cold, maybe it gets to 69, 68, 67, 66. What happens? The cybernetic mechanism clicks in and says, oh, you've gotten too cold. Come back up. And it kicks on the heat again. And it comes right back up to 70. Well, your cybernetic mechanism does the very same thing with your self-image. Your self-image says, This is what is allowed for you. And if you go beyond that on the high end or beyond that on the low end, it will kick in. So when you think about cash flow and you start making many more sales in a month, that's great. You're reaching your target, you're reaching your goal of your new money number. Fantastic. But wait. Your self-image is there and it's saying, that's not allowed. That's not for me. And it will start distracting you. Your cybernetic mechanism will come in, start distracting you with all sorts of other projects that look very important. Like you need to build your team up. You need to hire more people. You need to go on a business trip. You need to go build out a whole new marketing initiative. You need to um, take care of your parents, deal with the car, whatever it is. Something will come up that distracts you from income generation. And you think it's very important, the most important thing, you take your eye off the ball and the next month your cash flow is in the tank. What happened? You went from slaying it to not having enough money coming in, that was your cybernetic mechanism pulling you back down to the level that it accepts for you. That's been programmed in you. That is your self-image. That it is what is known. And then what happens? Maybe the next month, oh geez, taking your eye off the ball, and it's going down, 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 down. What? But what happens then? You hit a bottom limit at which it's unacceptable for you to move past. It would be unacceptable for you to make less than X a month. Then your cybernetic mechanism kicks in as well. And you start getting activated and the urgency comes back and you start racing around and you start making sales again. Because guess what? Where does money come from? Money comes from source from spirit, from the universe. But it comes through people, through sales. And you know that if you're in business, you've got to go make sales. So then you get activated. And then it's this feast or famine cycle. You get really activated. You have a really good month. Then you take your eye off the ball. You have a low month. And it averages out to how you see yourself, the worth that you see yourself at, your worthiness level, your havingness level, If you're making 700K a year and you've made that year over year, that's your set point. If you've made 50K a year, year over year, that's your set point. Maybe you're making incremental increases each year, but you're not getting those big increases. You have a set point. You have a set point that says you can only increase your income by 10 or 20% or 30% but you can't five times it, you can't 10 times it, that would be impossible because that doesn't line up with your self-image. So self-image really controls cash flow. So let's look at this. Most people think that what governs cash flow are things like sales, marketing, providing value, solving a big problem, balancing the input with the output. Okay, most people interpret this, this as limiting they're spending, denying themselves because they haven't mastered the income generation side of things, haven't really mastered manifestation or creation, or they think that it comes from hard work or intelligence. All of these things, let me just say, all of these things are critical. They are critical. But although all of these are important in a big part of the picture, at the core of what's controlling your cash flow, your input and your output is your self-image, who you see yourself as. It controls everything, actually not just cash. It controls, you know, the kinds of intimacy you have, the kind of connections you have, the kinds of friendships you have, the kinds of health you have, the kinds of, um, the, the amount of delight that you have in your life, whether you see life as hard or easy. It controls everything. And you must start seeing yourself as someone who makes as much money as she wants, who manages her money extraordinarily well, who is a master, not a slave of money. And to get at this, I want you to look at what roles you are playing. What role are you playing in your life? Look at the results that you're getting and you will understand the role that you're playing. Your role is your self-image. So are you someone who always waits to pay your bills or pays them at the last moment or is late to pay them always has, you know, parking tickets that you've never paid or when you get an invoice from a vendor you just put it aside, you're grumpy about paying it. Um you you have to be harassed or reminded all the time to sign contracts or to pay bills. Maybe that means something. Have you ever thought about that? It doesn't feel good to have that kind of response reaction in this world. Ask me how I know. I used to be someone who would wait to pay her parking tickets until it became urgent. Now I'm someone who actually not only pays her parking tickets, but rarely gets parking tickets because guess what? I'm more organized. I pay the meter. I don't, I don't mind paying the meter. I overpay the meter. If I think I'm going to be there for 10 minutes, I put in enough money for two hours. I'm just, I'm just a totally different person when it comes to this. It used to be that I had a self-image of someone who was disorganized, who never had enough. And you can have this self-image. I've worked with clients who are making multiple hundreds of thousand dollars a year, and they have a self-image of never having enough and being disorganized and therefore they don't have control over paying their bills and they are constantly feeling that struggle that scarcity there's no scarcity for them they have plenty of money to pay their bills they just need to pay them in an organized fashion so this takes seeing yourself differently and then holding yourself to a higher standard and when you do this. You control money. It does not control you. You control your cash flow. It doesn't control you. You think you control your cash flow by holding off paying your bills. But really, that just means you are a slave to it. You're actually changing, contorting yourself in order to kind of play this shell game. But if you really knew how to create as much money as you want and and control the inflow and the outflow. So you control the inflow by knowing how to create as much money as you want, and you control the outflow by knowing how to make good buying decisions and how to save for yourself. But if you don't have a self-image that says that it's all right to spend money, it's all right to save money, most people have a a self-image that says you must save money that comes from scarcity, not knowing how to create it. But some people have a self image that says, it's not okay for me to have plenty of money in the bank. I'm not worthy of having 10K in the bank, 20K in the bank, 50K in the bank, 200K in the bank, a million dollars in the bank. I'm not worthy of having enough money around. But that's not true. You are, but you must change your self image. Other self-images that you might consider evaluating for yourself. I'm bad with money. I'm not good enough to have plenty. So you make lots, but you never have enough around. Or you're worried about meeting payroll. Or you can't pay your credit card bills. What if you were actually great with money? You knew exactly how to manage money. Or what about not being worthy? Let's go back to that one. That often looks like not making enough money, but not willing to raise your prices. You know, making money is is not complicated. And one of the three ways to make more money is by raising your prices. But if you don't feel worthy, you will never do that. Or it comes out in not being willing to ask for the sale or not doing the marketing, wanting to be invisible. And all of this is driven by the self-image that you hold for yourself. So you must learn how to change your self-image. This is absolutely critical. And it's one of the things we do in the Spirit of Wealth Mastermind and Masterclass. It is the fundamental main thing that we teach you how to do in that program. So if you're interested in that program, please set up a consult and we'll have a conversation. Go to theunstoppablewoman.com slash next level and that will allow you to book a consult with me and we'll have a a conversation about what's actually at stake for you and why you want to change your self-image, what you really want, and how to go about doing that. And let's get you set up for success because it doesn't have to be hard. It can be so much easier. But intellectually, you must understand what's at stake and what needs to change. And then you must be held accountable to changing it. And you must do the things that actually call you to the next level. This is how we change our self-image. And as a result, change the results that we get, including having control over our cash flow, the inflow and the outflow. Because we live in an easy and abundant universe. There is plenty for you, for me, for everyone. It's not limited. It's not just for some people. It's for everyone. But only those people who change how they think of themselves will actually change their results. And with that, I'm Amira Alvarez. Thanks so much for listening. Rock it out. Be unstoppable. And I'll see you in the next episode. Hey there, my friend. Do you resonate with what you just heard? Then head over to our free resource page and get more of our good stuff, including our free Unstoppable Woman playbook and money breakthrough system. You'll find that and more at theunstoppablewoman.com slash stuff. Thank you so much for listening please subscribe and I'll see you in the next episode.